Okay, Radaf from Gimel, starting on the bottom of Membez, Membez. The Gemara brought yesterday the Drush of Rabbi Kiva on the Pusik that says, Vehemus Ish Oi Isha. So why does he have to say that? Lacharit's the Rapashit. That whether the victim is a man or a woman, you should be chayvin. It says it by time already. So why does he have to repeat it again by mood? Rabbi Kiva said it's coming to teach you an interesting Allah and Dini Yerusha. And when it comes to paying kaifer, even though normally, obviously, you're not paying kaifer to the victim, the victim is dead. You're paying kaifer t- to the yarshim of the victim. So normally, if it's a man, you pay kaifer to his yarshim, his direct descendants. By a woman, we have an interesting halacha. That even though normally the direct descendant of a woman would be her husband, is the first person in line for Yerusha, for anything that she owns. But kaifer, says Rav, we learn from this passage, Yeshua that does not go to the husband, actually goes to her children or whoever her next of kin is on her side of the family. Why? So the Mark explains that the that is, since the Chiv of Kaifer only starts after the death of the person, therefore it's considered Roy. It's not considered something that's in her hands that she owns at the time of her death. It's only something that becomes Bukhiv to her after she dies, and we know the halacha is that the husband does not get beroi, he only gets bemuxik, that which she actually has in her hands at the time of death. Mashma says the Gemara, by all other dini arusha, or even by regular dine hezek, let's say a woman was injured while she was alive, and someone owes her money, then of course it's mashma, that money would go to the husband, like a regular other dini arusha. Says the Gemara, three lines up in the bottom. When he's Akiva does not hold that Hezek also goes to her descendants and not to the husband. But tell you an interesting Bryce. Bryce says, Hika Saisha, if a person hits a pregnant woman, so this would be the Allah we talked about about Dmei Vladis. Okay, now here the Gemara throws in something we have not yet seen directly yet, which is that when you pay Dmei Vladis, which is the value, however we figure out the value of this Uber, which we'll talk about later how we figure that out later in the Masechta, but Besides that, there's also the regular Dine <coughs> Nezek and Tsar that you did to the Isha herself. When you punched the Isha, you caused her Tsar. You caused her uh, other damages besides the miscarriage of the baby. So who do you pay all these things to? It's the more is very clear, the bride says. Noisen Nezek Vitsar Isha. So the Nezek and Tsar goes directly to the Isha, right? That she she now is worth less money, etc. There are cases where you pay some of this to the husband if it affects her ability to work in the house, to make malach in the house, then the husband might get some of that money. But if it's not, then not. The Dmei Vladis the Dmei Vladis goes to the Baal. That's the Pasuk. We'll see in a second. The Brisa continues. Ain't a Baal, if the Baal's already nifter at this stage, either after the Chaval, etc. So nice on the Yarshav. So then the Dmei Vladis go to his descendants. And Isha, if you're supposed to give the Nezek and the Tsar to the Isha, and the Isha dies later on, not connected to this necessarily, she dies, Stam. You don't give it to her husband, rather you give the money to her descendants. And the Brisa continues, just to finish up the Brisa. If this woman was a Shifcha Kananis, married to an Eved Kanani, and now they have no children. So if they have no children, they basically have a din like a Ger. Which means they have no yarshim or giyaris, or if it's a giyaris married to a ger who have no children, which have no yarshim. We know the halach is that when a ger dies, if he has no descendants, no children, he has no yarshim, and everything he owns becomes hefker. In which case, someone who was mazik them right before they died gets to keep that money; doesn't have to pay it. Right? You know, pay to nobody. That has to be someone to pay to. So the price in that case, the person, the mazik, gets to keep the money. But what do you see in the price clearly? You see that when you have to pay the nezik and the tzar to the isha after. If she ends up dying, you don't give it to her husband, you give it to her direct descendants, her children, etc. So you see that Rabbi Akiva's halacha, that kaifer goes to direct descendants, is not just by kaifer, it's by hezek as well. How does that fit with what we explained? 
So I'm a rabba begrusha, and rabba says chenami. We're talking about over here about a woman who is divorced already. If she's divorced already, of course the rusha does not go to her husband. The rusha goes to her descendants. If she's married to this man, says the Gemara, I understand that the demevla, this is the value of the uber itself that's lost, that goes to her husband, meaning it really goes to them because they're married. But if we're talking about a case where they're divorced already, so why in the ratio of that price did it say that the demevla, this goes to the husband, why does she lose that? Look how she should get all or some of the demevla, as well. Says the no. Amar of Papa, Hatera, Zixit, Meivala, Slabal. The Torah says that the Meivladis, which is a Chiddush Lechari, that you get the Meivladis at all, that it has value, and that's something that we take into consideration, that whole money goes only not to the husband, it goes to the father of the child, the biological father of the child. Even if the woman is not married to the man who got her pregnant and is the father of this child, still he gets the money. My time, because the Pasuk says, and it could have just said, it says, Baal Ha'isha. So we dash it, Rashi is like, Boyal Ha'isha. Whoever was Boyal with this Isha and got her pregnant, and who is the biological father of this child, that's when we get to the Mevlad, always that's Xeris HaKos. Okay. So therefore the Gemara says, you're right, and going back to our halacha, Rabbi Kiva's halacha, that really the fa- husband is Yerush's wife, for Dine, every, all other halachas, and Nizakin as well, just by Kaifer, there's a special Xeris HaKos, we're learning out, that by Kaifer, since that Chiyav starts after Misa, it doesn't go to the Baal, it goes to the Yarsh. So but wait a second. Let's talk about this question of Hezek now. You said it's the Hezek case really goes to the husband, except if they're divorced. Now think about it. If Let's talk about different things, the Isha. We said an Isha, a Baal is only Yerush's wife, that which is Muxik, not which is Roy. Okay. Let's say she owns a book. Okay. And she lent the book to her friend and now she dies. And the book is by the friend now. Is that called Roy or Muxik? Clearly, that would be Muxik, right? She owns the book. It just happens not to be in her Rishos at that moment in time. Someone else is watching it for her. Someone's a shail on it or a shamer on it. But clearly, that's still her book, and the husband would get that. Okay. What if she lends money to another person? She lends money to another person. Now, lending money is different than lending a book. Because when I lend the book, I own the book. You have to give me back that book. When I lend money, it's a value. You're not giving me back the same money. So this brings up a very interesting question, which is Nogea to our halacha of a Balanisha, and it's also Nogea to the halacha of a Bechar Noito Pishtayim, is what about money that's owned to the person who died at the time of their death? Is that money considered roi, or is that money considered muxik? It's money that's coming to them, but it's money they don't have now. So the truth is, says the Gemara, that's a machleik, is the Gemara Basra, the Gabi Hukos Bechar, which the Chayr could have an application over here as well. Because remember, over here in the Bryce, we're talking about the case of Hezek. Hezek is money that's owed to the Isha. If it's money that's owed to the Isha, whatever this halakhic status of a halva is, should be the halakhic status of money owed through Hezek. It says, Why don't we say that simply, you don't have to talk about whether they were divorced. They weren't divorced. Money was owed to her for Hezek. And Rabbi and Nachman arguing about Basra about this point is money owed to a person considered theirs. And Rabbi and Nachman say it depends how they were paid back. <coughs> Why? And the more explains. Dama Rabbi, Gavu Karka Yesha, Gavu Mos Rabbi says, by, he's talking about a Bechar, but the same thing would be by a husband, that if you collect the money that's owed to you by a loan from Karka of the Mal of the Loive, so Karka had a Shiva on it in the life of the person. And therefore, since the Karka had a Shibar on it, it's considered as if 
the Malva owned that car the whole time. On some level, it's considered muxik by him. If you collect cash, oh, cash is cash. It means nothing. And therefore, you didn't have a sheep on any particular cash, so cash would not be considered muxik. But karka would be. And if Nachman says the opposite, if Nachman says, if I lend you cash, even if you give me back different cash, well, I gave you cash, you gave me back cash. That cash is always the cash that's magiati. That's cash that's coming to me. Whereas a karka, I didn't lend you karka. So if you give me karka, that's considered a new thing. Okay. So in terms of Hilchos Bechar, Rabbah says, if the father was paid back with karka, the Bechar gets pishtayim. And if Rachman says, if he's paid with cash, he gets pishtayim. Now translate that to our case by the husband. If the woman would be paid back for hezek by, with karka, then according to Rabbah, the husband would get it. If she was paid with cash... The husband would not get it. And the opposite according to Rav Nachman. So why do you have to say the case of Isaac whether they were divorced? Forget them being divorced. It should depend on what they were paid back with. If they were paid back with karka or cash, depending on which sheet do you hold, that would be roy or muxik. And therefore, maybe when the Bryce has said that would by Hezek, her yer should get to keep it and not the husband, that's talking about a, a payment method which caused it to be roy, not muxik, and therefore the husband doesn't get it. She and her yer should get it. Yes. The Yerusha is decided by a snapshot in time. Yes. By changing what is returned, whether it's money or karka, changes the Yerusha. Correct. How can you change a snapshot? Because in time? we're not changing, because we have to be able to determine whether the payment that comes to them now is considered roy or muxik. And depending, so they were muxik, according to Rabbah, you were muxik on a piece of karka. If there was a shiva on the karka, you're muxik on that karka. But. Ended up, they didn't pay you with the karka. Ended up, they paid you with something else that you were not muxik on. There was a on the karka. No, everybody agrees there was a shiba on the karka, but you never got the karka. Okay. okay. But quick question. But that's yeah. the payment method. Yes. Now, when it was owed. Was it owed before the death or after? Yeah, we're talking about it was definitely owed before the death. Before. The question okay. is, okay. does that money that comes to them considered hers like a book? Or is it not hers like she bought a lottery ticket, only won the lottery ticket later? Okay. So why don't we say this answer to explain the Vraisa? Says the more Amra Hani Mili, that's Homachlekis Rabbin of Nachman is the Bnei Marava Alibid Rabbanon. That's the way the people in Eretz Yisrael explain Shittas Rabbanon. What's the question over there? Over there we have another question, which is if the person has something that when they die is worth X, and before they split up the Yerusha, it goes up naturally in value. Naturally, maybe it's an animal that grew, maybe something that just increased in value, maybe it's a tree that grew fruits. Does that stuff that grows or increases in value after the Misa, is that considered Roy or Muxik? The Rabbanan say it's not considered Muxik. That's considered Roy. It's only the stuff that Jumabish have at the Shas Misa. And we, Forget the devil of It grows out of something that you have. So don't, don't consider devil shalabal Anything you get by Yerusha obviously grows, okay, or increases in value or, or improves. Rashi doesn't use the lashon of devil shalabal Rashi says it's just something that doesn't exist, that, that doesn't exist yet. It's shvach shashibchun nechasim. The Rabbana say you don't get that. Okay, so if you don't get that, so then money you collected as a loan, also you shouldn't get, except if you're a buchsik on it. But Rebbe over there holds that anything which increases in value after the death before the Chalukah, you do get Pishtayim of, and the husband would get it. So a loan is no worse than that. Anytime you get money back for a loan, whether you're getting karka or whether you're getting cash, is no worse than a tree that grew fruits. So according to Rebbe, in all these cases, the husband should get the money. 
And therefore, there will be no question. Rashi points out by the case of Kaifer, not. Because the Kaifer, the whole Metzias didn't exist until after she died. But something where the tree existed before they died, or in this case, the Hezek happened before they died, according to Rebbe, there's no question the husband would get this, or the Bukhar would get Pishtayim in it, and therefore our, our attempt here was to explain the Bryce even according to Rebbe. The only way to explain the Bryce according to Rebbe was if they were divorced. If they're divorced, then the husband doesn't get the hezek. But if they're alive, if she's alive or uh, married, then in all cases, according to Rabbi, whether you paid cash or karka, the husband is going to get that money because it's considered shvach uh, even lachemis. Okay, that's the end of that circuit. Now we can move on, but we're not moving on. <laughs> Says the Gemara. Amar Shlakish. Shlakish points out an interesting point here. We know by an adam, an adam amazik is chayev always. Whether it's Bekavana, Shaloi Bekavana, Bemezid, Beshagik, doesn't matter, Adam's always Chayyim. A Behemah is not. Okay, Behemah is not. Now, there's another point here, which is even though we said an Adam is Chayyim always, an Adam is not Chayyim as a murderer, as a right Seach, unless it's Bekavana. Right? If you murder someone by accident, you're not a right Seach. You don't get Skila or Wasayyim, whatever it is, when you kill someone by accident. Same thing would be true by an animal. If an animal killed someone, a human being by accident, he does not get killed. Sakal Yisakal Shal does not apply when it's Shalai Bekavana. That's clear. What about the Kaifer? Does an animal pay Kaifer when it kills someone by accident? Or, similarly, by an Evid. We said when you kill an Evid, you pay the Shalashim Shekel. Do you pay that if the animal kills the Evid by accident? So both these halachas seem to be connected. Let's see. Amar Yishlakish, Shar Shehemishas Evid, Shalai Bekavana, you don't have to pay the shkalim. You don't pay anything. Shenemar bekesef shloshim shkalim mitin lanov vashar yisakel. It connects these two alachas. Kolzman shashar beskila by the mishamim shloshim shkalim. When you would kill the animal, the by them pays the shkalim. Ain ashar beskila. If you're not killing the animal because you don't kill an animal that killed b'shaygig, like you don't kill a person that killed b'shaygig, ain't a by the mishamim shloshim shkalim. So Rishlaka says that also the shloshim shekel goes up. Amar Rabba, Rabba connects that to the next part as well. Shar shem is ben chayrin shloy bekavana. If you kill a regular person shloy bekavana, you're also going to be putter from kaifer. Shenemar. And again, in Kaifer, you should love, then, if you, not if, but when you pay Kaifer, and we Darshan says, Rabbi, the same way Rishlok is just Darshan this by the case of Evid, Rabbi Darshan's it by Kaifer, calls Mansha, Shabbeskila, Balamashamim Kaifer, Ena Shabbeskila, Ena Balamashamim Kaifer, so they're connected. Rashi points out, that this is in direct contradiction to a Gemara we had two days ago. Two days ago, we said, Rabbelezer said, Rabbelezer learned out in the Gemara, that, Rabbi Eliezer, I'm sorry, Rabbi Eliezer learned that Balashar Noki, that a Tom does not pay Kaifer, Chetzi Kaifer. Rabbi Kiva said, of course the Tom doesn't pay Chetzi Kaifer, the Tom's going to be killed, and the Tom only pays me Gufa, there's nothing to pay from. Rabbi Eliezer said, no, you think I'm a fool? I'm not a fool. One of the answers Rabbi Eliezer said was, we're talking about a case where he killed Shalai B'Kavana, and if the animal killed Shalai B'Kavana, you're not going to kill the animal, therefore there is what to pay from the Gufa of the animal. Kamashmon, by a Tom, you still don't. Very clearly from Rabbi Eliezer, you see a muid. Would pay from the group for the would pay kaifer even though you're not killing the animal because you killed Shalai Kavana. You see, Riliezer clearly argues <coughs> on this halach of Rabbah. According to Rabbah, if he killed Shalai Kavana, since we're not killing the animal, there's no din kaifer whatsoever. So this point is no question of machlekes, and we'll see about that more in Amud Beis in a second. Eisvei Abaya, Abaya has a fascinating question. The Brisa says, "Hamis Sherry is plenty." If a person comes into the Beis and says and admits, no edim, no nothing, admits, my shark killed a human being. A shar is plenty. My shark killed another shar. So obviously, my shark killed another shar. You're going to be haydas baldin. I pay. I'm a mazik. I, I have to pay. The case of my animal killed another human being is an interesting question. So I raise him a shalim al piyatzme. The bride says you pay al piyatzme. And there's no question we're not going to kill your shar 
based on your own testimony. A, we don't believe you for killing a shar, and B, as Rashi said earlier, that killing a shar is considered a knas, and you never do knas al piatzma. So therefore, you're not going to kill the shar. But the bride says, Mashmal, you mashal al piatzma. What are you mashaling when an animal kills a human being? Kaifer. So the bride says, kill mashmal, not like Rabbah, that even though you're not killing the animal, you're still paying kaifer. Kashan Rabbah. My love, kaifer. That the bride means you pay kaifer. So you're loy, dame. Now this is going to shake you to the boots. The Gemara is saying over here, tremendous, tremendous chiddush. Which is, that even though the Pasuk says, when a shark kills a human being, you kill the shark. And the Bailim has to pay kaifer, which we discussed. Is kaifer to nizik? Is kaifer to mazik? Is kaifer kapara? Is kaifer mamana? In a case where you don't pay kaifer, says this Gemara, you're no worse than a regular mazik. And you have to pay the value of the person that you killed. If you damage, if the shark damaged the person, the person was worth 100 shekels in Evid, the shark damaged him, broke every bone in his body, now he's only worth 10 shekels. What does the balashar pay? 90 shekels. Right? You damage a human being, you pay 90 shekels. Even if you're a Tom, maybe you pay 90 shekels. We debated that, fine, but you pay. So if you kill him, why should you not have to pay that hezek? Terence says, says the Gemara, the Terence says a chiddish, that when you kill him, you pay kaifer. Special Allah of Kaifer. Kaifer might be Dame Nizik, Kaifer might be Dame Mazik, but when you pay Kaifer, you carefully don't pay other Hezik, you only pay Kaifer. Says this Gemara, but in a case where you don't pay Kaifer, like you did at Shalai Kavana, then you would tackle, go back to the regular Dina Hezik and you pay the value. Now, Tosis points out, this could come out of Kula, because it could be if you hold that Kaifer is Dame Mazik, and the Mazik is worth just 50 shekel, and the person he killed is worth 200 shekel, paying Kaifer is a Kula over the Hezik. And you'd rather pay Kaifer if you could. But if you didn't Shalai Kavana, you can't pay Kaifer, then you have to pay Hezek. It's like, it's backwards. Shalai Kavana could be more Chamur than Kavana. Tysus points out, in the Chanami. And also there's other Nafkaminas. Hezek, the, the children can be Meichelon. It's their money. Kaifer, you can't be Meichel, Kaifer Kapar, you have to pay it. Okay, so there are many Nafkaminas over here where we're being Mechadish now, a new halacha that says that when you, Kaifer is in place of Hezek. But if you don't pay kaifer, because it's a Shalai Kavana case, where you're not killing the shah, so there's no din kaifer, then in a chanam, you fall back to the regular din hezek. And therefore says, I buy this b'raisa, which is, Hamish Ashari, Mishalim al-Piyatzmai, not kaifer, but regular din hezek, like every other hezek that a person causes. This is going to cause many, many waves in a second. Tell me, dumbim, if you're talking about it, pay value, aim a sefer. What about the sefer, this price, which talks about the Evid case? Think about that same halacha. If my shark causes damage to your Evid, do I have to pay the value of the de- damage that I caused? Yes. If my shark kills your Evid, what does the terror say? No, 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 no. 30 shekel. What about a case like Rishlakish, where you don't pay the 30 shekel? Rishlakish said, if it's Shalai you don't pay the 30 shekel. Do you have to pay the Hezek over there? Lechari, yes. According to the Shedish of Abayah, according to Rabbah, you would. Right? The Shleshim Shkalim is in place of Hezek. But in a case where you're not paying the Shleshim Shkalim, you should have to pay Hezek as well. But look at the Brysa. Here it says you don't pay. Now if we're talking about Dumim, then why would you not pay? What's going on? I could answer you that the Reisha is talking about by a regular person is talking about the value, and the seifu by an ever, which is talking about not paying, is talking about the knas, which is very hard to read into the Bryce, obviously, and Tysus even struggles with what the Havamina is. But he says, I'm not going to push you into a difficult answer, I'm going to give you a better lumdish answer, and that is, No, they're both the Bryce, by the case of the person where you were not paying kaifer, you pay value, and by the Evid, we said that Allah should apply, you're talking about value, but you don't pay the value. 
Why not? I'll explain to you why. Miu ben chayrin the mishalm kaifer al piatzme. A ben chayrin is not a the kaifer. Kaifer is not a knas. Kaifer is a kapara or moment. But we're going in the mandiyam for kapara. Kaifer is a kapara. Be ikaron you could pay for three year old admission. You could. It doesn't normally happen because normally when you admit to your animal killing human being, we're not going to kill the animal. And when we don't kill the animal, we don't make you pay kaifer. But in theory, you could admit to paying kaifer. How? Zimor says, to aid him, say that your animal killed a human being. But the aid him are not sure if the animal was a tam or a muad. You admit that it was a muad. Would you pay kaifer in that case? Yes. Because the, the animal is going to be killed. And since the animal is going to be killed and you admitted that it's a muad, you pay kaifer. So if there's no edim and you're just being moited to the whole thing, you could at least pay value. Whereas, Evid is not a kaifer. Evid is a knas. When you admit any part of that, you're putter legamri. Two edim admit, two edim testify that your animal killed an Evid. We're not sure if the animal was a tam or a muid. You admit it was a muid and you're not going to kill the animal now. Do you pay the knas on the Evid by through your admission? No. You don't pay knas When you admit, you create a patur legamri. It's not the pshat that we don't trust you. Maidib knas is because that's a patur in dine knas. Why? Ask the Torah. But that's what the Torah says. Maidib knas is patur. And therefore, the mahecha delek edim lay mishalim dami. So Gemara says a tremendous chiddush. This is the way the, the, the Achranim explained this Gemara. That by kaifer, where I could admit to being kaifer, there's a technical issue why normally it doesn't happen. But I could admit to be paying kaifer. Therefore, if I admit, I at least pay the dumb. Whereas by Evid, my admission could never bring me to a chiv of Shleshim Shkalim, because that's a din knas. So if I admit, I'm totally potter. It's not just that I'm not chayef. I'm potter. And if I'm potter, I'm potter on Dhamim as well. So the Gemara is saying, enough Gemina now. That which I explained to you, that Kaifer and Shleishim of Ever replace Hezek, they replace it slightly differently, Lechaira. By Kaifer, if I don't pay Kaifer for whatever reason, I'm going to pay the Hezek. Whereas by by a Eved, if I don't pay Kaifer because of, if I don't pay the Shleishim of Eved because of my admission, I'm still not going to pay the, the Hezek. Because my admission automatically makes me put. Now, so yes. By, by a human being, not by an Eved, is there, is there, is there, is there never can be Knas and Domi? There's no Knas. What Knas? There is no Knas. It's Kaifer. Kaifer is not a Knas. Eved, Shleishim Shkolem, is a Knas. By when you kill a human being, it's never a knas. It's kaifer. Kaifer is not a knas. Knas is defined by the fact that it's a fixed amount. Over here, it's not a fixed amount by kaifer. It's a variable, depending on your value, their value, but it's not a, it's not a knas. Kaifer is not called a knas. Sorry? Dalad is also a knas. If you might have Dalad Hay, you're potter. Yes. That's always Dalad so Mesir of Shmuel Yisrael, Shmuel Yisrael says, wait a second, you're not differentiating that by an Eved you don't pay Dhamim when you admit, but by a human being when you kill them, you do pay Dhamim when you admit. The Bryce says, Mesir of Shmuel Yitzhak, Kol Shechayvim and Chayvim Chayv B'Eved. Whenever you're Chayv for killing a regular human being, you're Chayv for killing an Eved. Bein Kaifer, Ben Misa. Whether we're talking about killing the animal, whether we're talking about pain Kaifer. Now, obviously that makes no sense. Kaifer B'Eved Me'ika, there is no Kaifer when you kill an Eved, there's a Soshim Shkolem. It must be not talking about kaifer. It means the value. And you see that anytime you're chayef to pay value by a human being you kill, which is when you admit, 
you'd be also have to pay value by an Eved you kill, which is when you admit. So you see, when you admit to killing an Eved, you do pay the value. Not like what we just said in the previous price, so... So how do we answer this? He asked the question, he answered it. No. When you admit to killing an Eved, you don't pay Nezik. Because admission by an Eved falls into the category of Maid Beknas, and when you Maid Beknas, you don't pay anything. But there's another case. And that's the case of Rishlakish, the case of Shaloi Bekavano. What if you have Adam that had happened, but it was Shaloi Bekavano? In that case, would you pay Dumim by an Eved? Yes. Because in that case, you're not going to kill the animal. You're not going to kill the animal. No, Rishlaka said not like this, but hold on. If, you, if the animal killed Shalai Bekavon and Nevin, there's Aiden that saw it happen. No question. You're not going to kill the animal. So you're not going to pay Shalai Shem Do you pay Dumim? Why not? You're not being Moidu Beknas. There's Aiden there. The only thing is you're not killing the animal and you're not paying the Shalai Shem because it was Shalai Bekavona. But that's not a reason not to pay for the full Hezek. And therefore, the you'd pay the Hezek. Says the Gemara inside. And if we have a tremendous Kiddush over here, that as long as you don't have a problem of Maidim Knas, if you're not paying Kaifer <coughs> by a killing human being, or you're not paying Shashim Shkalim, you could still pay Dumim. Now, says, well, wow. That opens up a whole Pandora's box of questions. For instance, says Gemara, What about Eish? We said before, early in the Masechta, if you light a fire and it kills a person, you do not pay kaifer. No din kaifer by fire. Okay. Is there a din? Dumb him then. Till now we've been saying, when you kill a human being, you pay kaifer. You don't pay kaifer, you don't pay kaifer, you walk away. Now we're being mechadish, that if you don't pay kaifer, there's still a din of dumim. Does that apply by fire as well? Says the Gemara, If you light a fire, so you're not chayef for ritzich. Obviously, if you light a fire and you kill somebody on purpose, then it's coming with the There's nothing to pay because you're being chayef as a murderer, as a ritzich. But if you do it, you should pay. You should pay. Doesn't matter. Now, by Aisha, it could be even with Kavana, as long as you don't light him directly on fire. Also, it wouldn't be Kimla Dirabine, and then you'd have to pay as well, Taisha says. Now, Maybe it is that case. How does Rabbi know not? Where does Rabbi see that by Eish you don't pay Dhamim? And we all understand by Eish you don't pay Kaifer, but maybe you do pay Dhamim. We had the case we had before. You light a fire. And on the fire you're burning down a field. And in the field, there was an animal tied up. There was an Evid there that could have run away on his own. The Evid died. So in that case, you're high for burning the field. You're high for killing the animal. You're putter on the Evid because the Evid should have run away. The Bryson then continues. Evid, Kafa's life, the Evid is tied up there. The Gedi, Samachlai, and the Gedi is next to it. Venisa, my Potter. So you're putter on the Gedi, the Gedi should have run away. And you're putter on the Evid. Now, why are you putter on the Evid? And the Havamin here, we think you're putter on the Evid. Because there's no din kaifer on an evid. Well, so what if there's no din kaifer on the evid? of no din shleishim shkolem for eish. You should be chayiv damim. This mashmi not chayiv at all. Says the no. Hamar shlok is country hits this begufa shalevid to come in the ramadei. That price ain't a chanami. Maybe if you light a fire and it travels and burns the evid or travels and burns a person, even though you're not chayiv kaifer, you're chayiv damim. That case we're talking about where you lit the evid on fire directly. If you light the evid on fire directly, you're a murderer. If you're a murderer, you're chayev misa, and of course you don't pay the dumim because it's kamlan b'derabim. So that's not a right. 
going back in Chazra in the Masechta now. We had a Gemar earlier in the Masechta, which was comparing and contrasting the din of Eish and Bar. And it said, Chaymer be'eish bar that Eish is more Chaymer than Bar. Fire burns everything. Whereas, Mashain came a bar. Bar does not burn. Right? We said bar is only chayef if a person, if an animal falls into a bar. If a person or a caleb falls into a bar, you've got to be potter. In that aspect, Eish is more chamer than bar. Now, wait a second. The chayef over here, we have another case, which is, ve'ilu Eish m'shamash l'abikavana dama, Mashain came a bar. Both bar and Eish are potter and kaifer. That we know. Okay? But, if a human being falls into a bar and dies, we said, always your potter. Always your putter. No question. Not your problem if a person falls into your bar. The chayev, a fire burns a human being, and you're not chayev misa for it. We said you don't pay kayev for it, but according to what we just said, now you should pay damim. So we see another chumrah of Eish over bar. Then an Eish does pay damim when it kills a human being, whereas bar doesn't. Why didn't the Bryce say that? Mashma, the Eish does not pay damim. But according to everything we just said now, Eish should pay damim. Says the Gemara, maybe the Gemara is just giving examples of Chumras of Eish of a bar, and there might be other ones. But now we're coming out that Eish would have a din domin. Says the Gemara, you're right. When Rava asked this question about Eish, he wasn't asking it as a kasha, he was asking it as a suggestion. Meaning, Rava said, based on everything you told me, that it's a chiddish now, that you pay dumb and by an evid if there's no shloishim, and you pay dumb and by a person if there's no kaifer, Rava was questioning, how does that apply to eish? If you do eish bekavana or shloish bekavana, do you pay value if you don't pay the kaifer? What's the shayla? Where the Torah says, if you do it on purpose, you pay kaifer, then shloish bekavana, at least you pay dumb Shalom dumb by fire, the There is no din kaifer, so that Maybe the Torah is telling you exerts a kasev like bar. Just like a bar is not chayv on a person, maybe Eish is not chayv on a person altogether. Even though there's no kaifer, you mishalim damim. So how do we look at Eish? Do we say it's just a regular din hezek and Eish is chayev me din hezek again as mamana mazik over here or not? And on that v'loy din on teiku and therefore we left off. Rabbi said that Shiloh is an interesting question: Is there a din damim by Eish? But no question says the one. The one is finishing with this that there is a din damim by an eved and by a human being you kill if there is no din kaifer and if there's no din shleishim shkalim of an eved. Amazing Allah. The value of the person that you hurt. The value of the Evid. How much he was worth in the Shuk, and how now he's dead, so he's worth nothing. So there can be more than Shlesh. Way more than Shlesh, 100%. Yes, pointed that out. I mean, the Kaifer case also. If you hold Kaifer as the main Nizik, it's always going to be the same. But if you hold Kaifer as the main Mazik, you can end up being less money by Kaifer than by Hezik. Tysus points that out for Fair Shadam and He says another Joshua like this. Kaifer. It says in the Pussy, you pay Kaifer. The Pasuk is Im Kaifer Yushasalam. Now Kaifer Rashi in the Torah says does not mean if in that case. You don't have a choice of paying Kaifer. We said the Balaam is supposed to be killed. Balaam is not killed. Rather, he pays Kaifer. So if Im does not mean if. Im in that case means because. But why does it say Im? Just say Kaifer Yushasalam. What is the extra word Im? 
So it says, Rabbi Yechonon, the Rabbi is kaifer shleib bekavonu kekaifer bekavonu. Rabbi Yechonon's arguing on Rabbi. Rabbi said, when you kill an animal, when an animal kills a human being, shleib bekavonu. Since you're not killing the animal, you also don't pay kaifer. Rabbi Yechonon says, no. The pasuk of im says you pay kaifer even when you don't kill the animal, even when he kills the person by accident or shleib bekavonu. Which case you're not going to kill the animal, you still do pay kaifer. Arguing on Rabbi. So the same shit by an Evid. It says, It says by an Evid, Im Evid. The Pusik says, Im Evid Yigachasharema. Why does it say Im? Must be Im over there is also the same halacha. That when you don't pay the Shloshim Shkalim, you are still going to pay. I'm sorry, not when you don't pay the Shloshim When, even if you're not going to kill the animal for killing the Evid, still you pay the Shloshim Shkalim. Arguing on Reshlokish from the beginning of the Daf. Im Evid, the rabbi Seven Shlevi Kavana. Kevin Kavana. That you have to pay the shloshim shkalim even when you don't kill the animal. We had an amanalef. If you don't kill the animal, you don't pay the shloshim. We debated if you pay the dumim or not, but you don't pay the shloshim. So I'm like gavra gavra kromis. You asking me a kasha from a shlokish? It's a big deal. We're both amaroyim. We argue. And in Echinami, we have now a Machlekes. Rabbi and Rishlokish both said in a Manalef that when you don't kill the animal because of Shlomo Kavana, you don't pay Kaifer. And you don't pay Shashim Shkalim. Says the Gemara, no, Rabbi Echinami argues on both of these. And by both of them, it says Im. And if I by both of them, even when you don't kill the animal, you're still going to pay the Kaifer and you're still going to pay the Shashim Shkalim. Which, again, according to what we've been saying now, could come out of Kula. Because if you pay the Kaifer, that could be cheaper than the Dhamim. So, you're not sure which one you want. Which one, Depending on the value, you might want to pass it like one or the other, depending which one's going to save you money. Says the Gemara, Kiyos, Rav, and Rav, Yechon, Eved, Matam, Alem, Im, Eved, the Rabbi, Eved, Shlave, Kavana, Kevin, Kavana. Rishlokish, Nami, Nema. So, why does Rishlokish disagree with this? Rishlokish, Nami, Nema, Mide, Eved, Im, Eved, Nema, Mide, Eved, Im, Eved, Lai, Darish, Kaifrim, Kaifrim, Lai, Darish. Says the Gemara, wait a second. If you look back at Amadal, we have two halachas. Rishlokish and Rabbi. Rishlokish was talking about the 30 of an Evid, that if it's Shlebek Avana, you don't kill the animal. You, you do not pay. And Rabbah said that same statement by Kaifer. Do they agree with each other or not? Does Rishlokish also agree, just like you don't pay Shlebek Shlebekavana, you also don't pay Kaifer Shlebek Avana? Says the Gemara, L'chaira. We see Rabbi Yechonon says, it says, in by both of them. And therefore that shows you do pay Shlebek Avana. So if you don't hold to that drush of im, that means you don't hold to the drush of im by both of them. And by, Rabbah should hold like Rishlakish, or Rishlakish should hold like Rabbah. There's nothing wrong with that. We're just trying to understand how they hold by each other's case. It says more inside again. Let's read it in Zen. For Rishlakish, Nami, name him the Evid, Im Evid, Lay Darish, Kaifer, Im Kaifer, Nami, Lay Darish. Have a laugh, Tafka. It could be that. Amri, Lay. Evid, Im Evid, Lay Darish, Kaifer, Im Kaifer, Darish. It could be that Rabbi Yechon holds Evid, Shloshim Shkalim, you don't pay when you don't kill the animal, but Kaifer, you do pay. He argues on Rabbah. What, what's the difference? They both say the word im. He says why? Maishna, evidim eved like ksibim akam tashlumim. When it says the extra im by eved, it's at the beginning of the pasuk. Im eved yigachashar. The im is going on the case. It's talking about the scenario. What is the word im doing there? I don't know. But the word im over there is not talking about the payment part of the situation. Well, it, maybe if, maybe when, something like that. But im kaifer ksibim akam tashlumim. Im kaifer. The word im is by the payment part of it. Why is it there? To teach me, says Rabbi Shlokish, obviously, Rabbi argues on this, but teach me that you pay kaifer even if you're not being sokol, you sokol ashar. So now we have three possibilities. You could say in both cases, like Rabbi Yechanan, 
Im says in both cases, even if you're not killing the animal because it's Shleiber Kavona, you still pay Kaifer and you still pay Shleishim. Rabbah seems to say in both cases, if it's Shleiber Kavona, you don't pay Shleishim and you don't pay Kaifer. And if Yechran maybe differentiates. By Eved, if it's Shleiber Kavona, you don't pay Shleishim. But by Kaifer, Shleiber Kavona, you do pay Shleishim because of that extra word, Im. Agut Neshamas.